happening and welcome to the lady of the man the love line with all the right responses to your romantic queries uh my name is leon phelps and to those of you that are uninitiated i am an expert in the ways of love um i have made love to many fine ladies from the lowliest bus station skank to the classiest most sophisticated educated debutante high society bus station skank but listen i'm doing good if you are asking i got my cavassier cognac right here and i'm ready to take your call while i am not a psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever like i have us. done it to a lot of ladies <laughs> and that, that makes us. me somewhat like Minus the whole expert. doing it to a, a lot of ladies in tang <laughs> as it were so if you uh, have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting please give us a call <laughs> Please give us a call. Yeah, this is the Dad Kissy podcast. Yeah, this is Ryan. This is Tristan. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, of course, is Leon Phelps. Tim Meadows playing the ladies' man. We flipping love that. I uh, mean, like yeah, classic. It really is too. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we start this, I mean Valentine's Day, we yeah. were totally thinking about this also, which is super entertaining. Ooh, it's a lady. We love Leon Phelps. <laughs> Um, I believe I even said that when Colby was here. I was like, "Ooh, it's a lady." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things that that never uh, never go out for me personally. But, Dude, uh, it never gets old. Hey, we got there. squatch update. Squatch update. So <laughs> sorry to cut you off. That's right. But yeah, it never does get old. I mean, we, there's some classic <laughs> stuff that couldn't be said nowadays. That is just that's what makes comedy makes great comedy, right? That's correct. Hey, um, so squatch update is um, took like two weeks. Checked it like daily because you know I yeah. want my squatch. Um, we even got some messages about Squatch being being legit. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this just to start with I'm sorry, mom, for Ryan's mom. Just so I can say this real fast, uh, I got the soaps, I got the deodorant, right? That's what I wanted. The Squatch soaps, they all smell like like you're bathing with Bigfoot and he's scrubbing your back with pine tar needles, right? So it's all very... The, the picture in my head is super comical, by the way. <laughs> He's really furry and soaked up. I know. It's like all wet. It's like rubbing you down. It's like mm-hmm. ghost. Yeah, it totally <laughs> like, is. Like you're making the clay pot together. He's holding the soap with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Squatch. But everything smells like it's straight out of, like, the forest. I mean, oh, le- legitimately. I love right? it. Now, I'm okay with that. Okay. That's, that's kind of cool, you know? I dig it. Um, I'm going to say straight up, the deodorant so far... Totally bomb. I love the fact there's no aluminum. I don't buy any, any aluminum type products in the house okay. for deodorants, um, antiperspirants. When, when I first started working at Safeco way, way back in the day, um, you know, you're always trying to like not sweat, not whatever. And I was wearing everything right. And my buddy, Jeremiah and I would discuss stuff and be like, dude, what works for you? What doesn't I run hot all the time. So I've always Same got a fan on. Right. Oh yeah. Um, but I was always sweating through everything. It just drove me insane. Well, one day, I was like learning about, you know, what the aluminum does in the actual deodorant. It blocks your pores yeah. from sweating. And I'm like, well, that can't be a benefit. So as soon as I switched to deodorant only, um, I actually started sweating less. Hmm. Yeah. People out there, try it. It's crazy. I started only deodorant. using Harry's deodorant. Oh. What yeah. is it? Straight deodorant? Uh, it's deodorant antiperspirant, but it does have aluminum in it. Hmm. Okay, that's it's got activated charcoal, I think, in it. Oh, that's, I mean, it's healthier. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay, nice. But yeah, I mean, I sweat less now, which is great. I like it. So Squatch deodorant, bomb. Love it. Squatch soap, 
comes in a square. Mm-hmm. It's not like regular soap, you know. And the square does not have the uh, the, the rounded corners, right? So you need a loofah. So yeah, you got to play it with something. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I want to go straight soap to my body. Well, wash, right? wash clothes. Yeah, yeah. wash clothes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I, I mean, so I go straight to body and I'm scrubbing my bits and those corners are getting me. And I'm like, oh no. So it's like shaving without a manscape. It, it's not good. So it was not good for that. I So if, if they made it rounded, I'd be super over, I'd, I'd be much happier, right? Because then I could go to my delicate spots and be okay. Yep. Um, so for that, I'm using my Dr. Broner's liquid peppermint castile soap and if you've never done it before people that'll wake you up real fast in the morning and, and burn and be cold and everything you don't want it's a in life. gentle breeze yeah but i really enjoy that so i don't mind gentle breeze straight out of like a 20 yeah. below freezer so here's a fun thing though is that there's my squash update <laughs> yeah ryan is thinking about the what again ryan uh, i'm gonna so preface this my just tell us what you're getting first. No, okay. Manscaped, Manscaped 3.0. Ryan's um, doing the Manscaped 3.0. And, and but for specific areas. Not in the butt. No, 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 not, not the. Maybe if it doesn't cut. Right, we'll see. Um, sorry, mom. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, mom. I have no use for that. Um, no, it's uh, my personal groomer that I have, like the little brawn razor thing that I have that I do, mm-hmm. like my beard and neck and yep. everything with. Finally gave up the ghost. Dude, it was biting your neck, right? It was biting me bad. Yeah, and I was I like, hate that. And like, I even took the head off and cleaned it and re-oiled it and everything. Mm-hmm. And it still was doing, I'm like, screw this. Um, so I was like, man, if the manscape says what it can do down there in the nether regions, yep. I'm like, they make an attachment, you know, that you can even do your back. And I don't, I'm not a hairy guy, mm-hmm. but like, as I age and now I'm in my thirties, I have like this little fuzzy region between my shoulder blades that it's just outside of reach freaking weird and it's super annoying because i wear like under armor shirts when i work out and i can feel it like tug and tickle and it's like petting me mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and it's, it's i look in the mirror yeah i look in the it's like rubbing the hair and it's super weird <laughs> um but I, I but i like look in the mirror and i'm like i don't see the hair like i'm like where is this and weird. i'm like yeah and so it's I, uh, super fine like because i like took the flashlight on my phone and like held it. I'm like, Oh, there it. it is. It's like okay. super blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm going to try the manscape man- cool. because I do have the attachment to it. Like yeah. you can shave your back with it. That's cool. But, uh, I want to use it for my neck and everything else. I have, I have that one. I have one weird spot. It's like right where my neck that, what is that? The, your, uh, lumbar and thoracic come together. No, that'd be in your lower back. Okay, so, so it'd be your the, uh, cervical and your thoracic. Cer- yeah. Your C and your T's. Yeah. Right where it joins. Yeah. I get this patch. And I never had like back hair ever growing up, right? Until now. And then I'm like, oh, this is freaking annoying. So I'm like, yeah. maybe let's wax it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I would I would wax if I didn't feel like a total beta. Who cares, man? I don't know. I, I, I like to know. I like to trim never, my chesticles up. I do I do trim my chest hair down because I'm like I I'm a manly man. Like I, I, I don't like the it. thing is like I'm so like, dude, look at look at my arms. Like are you super hairy? No, no you're, you're not very hairy at all, dude. Oh yeah, I know. I'm much hairy. My Italian I'm like, and especially out. when I get tan, I look good because yeah. I have like I don't have a lot of hair. Even my legs aren't bad. Oh, dude, so did, did we want to go not, live on this? We can did go you wanna, live you wanna do that? if you want to. I don't know. Okay. Well, do why want, don't you, Why don't you talk about your new workout pre workout while I set up a, a live real fast? Okay, you got a uh, device to do it. Yeah. So uh, I uh, ended up getting a new uh, pre workout. I know that we talk about fitness on this uh, on the show. Um, so I went from headstrong, which wasn't bad at first, but I started, I think I started like getting something with the caffeine. It was like hitting me super bad. Um, but it also has like 375 milligrams of 
the uh, anhydrous caffeine. So I'm like, yeah, uh, we need to mix that up a little bit. Maybe go with a little less because I'd be laying in bed and my freaking heart rate would be like going bananas. So uh went with the YOLO dark side and uh, had it for the first time last night at the gym. So shout out to uh, Patriot Supplements in uh, Coeur d'Alene. Um, love it. Super awesome. Actually, I went to the one in Hayden, by the way. Another great location. But uh, and I know that you don't have your headphones on. You're talking from across the room. So you're like <laughs> acknowledging me. But yeah. How the hell do I go live? Um, hey, Ryan, plug it with my phone while I, we figure this out. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm yeah, sorry. Guys. Podcast, post, live video. Oh, you did? There's a thing? Right there. Oh, that's how you do it? Yeah. So I'm sorry, guys. I don't, I don't really go live. I went live once in my life. Show link, no, promote, allow messages. How about that? So we can start live video. We're going to flip that camera around. Yeah. Boom, allow messages. There we go. We are, uh, we're not going to be able to see the messages, the blue, but we got the, this. Hit the blue hey button. Hit the blue button. Hit we're blue, live. Okay. We're doing it live! <laughs> this. I don't care if they see me setting this crap up. So yeah. I got this thing. So are you live now? Yeah, we're live right now. Sweet! Don't rotate your device. Okay, so don't. Hi. Unless it's recording us sideways, it might be recording us sideways. And we have to be vertical? I don't know. Whatever, I think that's fine. Cool. For sideways on there and live, <laughs> so what? <laughs> so, we, we might be sideways. I don't know. Hold on. Let me look. No, just go with it. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Oh, there's a blue thing popped up in the... Whatever, we're going with it. I don't care. What do you think, dude? A little... A little clampy there. That's perfect. I yeah. love it, dude. That's no, I think sweet. It's nice. Great setup. Your side's a little dark, though. I don't know. I don't know. I look kind of. Oh, we are sideways and a half right now. They can deal with it. We are super sideways. All they got to do is turn their phone. No, they can't because then it turns it upside down. No, dude, they just turn the rotate off. No, it doesn't work that way. It's really? straight up sideways. Mm. Messages. Hit me Should up. Should I fix it? You guys want us to just, fix it? Just go vertical. We'll be all right. You want me to go? Okay, let's see. And there's also the delay, so it's kind of messing with me, too. No, no, it's because it's <laughs> like that yeah can we see both of us though i don't know oh my gosh irma gersh is that better right up right up in the uh the manscape region each other. <laughs> oh crap <laughs> hold on i got is, do you have the auto rotate on is there a, is like a button for it no mine's off no oh. that's okay ish but there's my mic you can cut half of me off if you want yeah, Maybe we should have set this up before. Uh, that would have been a better a better idea to set this hey, up beforehand. Hey, let's, let's not talk about how I'm not prepared for anything. Right? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, about, uh, hey, hold on. I'll, so, get, yeah. I'll get closer here. Hey. Now we're... Now I can't face you, Ryan. This is freaking weird. Yeah, now we have to check a look at something. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, pre-workout. Hey, so we're live. Well, yeah, pre-workout. So you really liked it. Um, yeah. I I mean, as somebody who, who lifts weights on a regular basis, we're going to move up, uh, it's going to it. be too hot. It's, it's it. too warm now. But as somebody that works out on a regular basis, you always end up trying like every every workout shop out there. Very sideways. We got, yeah, see, confirmation. We are very sideways. <laughs> Here, mute your phone, dude. All right, we're good. Now go turn your phone down. I don't know why it's still playing while I'm turned off. Yeah, but that way, dude, actually, if you if you hold your phone and mute it, then you can respond to people, or at least if people oh, yeah. have questions, then, yeah, guys, Ryan's going to be monitoring this live so that... Turn your volume out. I'm trying to, bud. Oh, good Lord. We are so messed up here. There we go. Yeah, sweet. All right, good. Okay. So yeah, if you guys have questions, pop it up on there. Um, since we're live, we can answer live, which is kind of fun. Yeah. 
Um, hey, so let's. We didn't talk about why we did the ladies' man. Yeah. So why did we do the ladies' man? So we did the ladies' man. Warriors. Basically, last episode was the husband episode, right? Where we called out bad actors. Um, this episode is the ladies' episode, and nothing is more appropriate than ladies' man, right? <laughs> um, appropriate. Like school appropriate or <laughs> if like a, if a lady <laughs> or talking about women. Cause I think both are kind of slightly inappropriate. Okay. Too. You're right. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we just have way too much fun. Um, before we get there. Sure. I just want to mention one more thing. I don't have my phone, so I can't Bluetooth the thing anymore. And that's all right. Um, but before we get there, Hadaway came out with a new song. What? Yeah. It was on like, my Amazon Prime notified me that Hadaway had a new song, and it's called like New Life or, or something like that. I don't remember what it is. New Day. I don't remember. Uh-huh. Um, and I started playing it. Nothing eclipses what is love. No. Nothing. It's like one of the you greatest like, yeah. songs in the history of, of You almost songs. have to retire at that point. Exactly, right? It's like writing Amazing Grace. Yeah. I mean, you really, you're done. <laughs> How do you top it? So Hadaway came out with his uh, a new song. Um and I'm like, all right, cool. I'll check it out. It's Hadaway, right? I don't know how old he is, like 90 now, probably. And I press play, and it reminds me of when it was in like the early 90s. Everybody had one of those dumb little keyboards, you know? Yeah. And everybody was making beats on those keyboards. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's awful. I mean, if you're don't listening, if you're listening, just look up Hadaway's new song. And like I said, it's going to be like, a new day or tomorrow or life. I don't know what it's called, man. There's like, it's so bad. Is it, uh, is it as bad as that song I sent you the other day? The, um, no, oh. I think that song was brilliant. The video was amazing. Dude. <laughs> There's so many cameos in that movie, <laughs> or in that video too. It's like, how many cameos do you want in this video? Yes. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, exactly. Dude, freaking genius. Um, no, but I can't remember who the guy that was like the main character in that music video. Um, so I guess I could say the Hadaway song isn't as awful as it could have been. Uh, it just, I mean, just the opening was so, so bad. It, it sounds like he was trying to write something for the new woke rapness. Yes. Um, right? So I'm trying to find that video and what it was that I actually sent you for the viewers. because oh, That was forever ago. Uh, Dylan Francis, go off. If you haven't seen that music video, it's ridiculous. And uh, annoyingly... Like catchy. catchy? Yeah. 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 But the video is brilliant. I mean, like, and, and it really so is like, you, you watch it and you're like, dude, what guy thought this up? Cause it was, yeah. it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. So it's called go off. Uh, yeah. so it's like, ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. It's very so. repetitive. <laughs> we should lower your mic so they can see your pretty face. No. Hey ladies, Ryan single. There he Still is. Still am. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is truth. Um, not like anybody cares anymore. So. Right. Uh, yeah, we all care. <clears throat> we love it. Uh, it gives me better stories to remain single, I believe. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, hey, so you dad flexed on me this morning. I did a major dad flex on my entire neighborhood. Can you tell us exactly? I mowed my lawn today, and I'm not talking about Manscaped 3.0. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry, had to go there. <laughs> I didn't um, that was an accident. Yeah, no, that was. Yeah. That was like some nice foley art, foley artist work. Like, it was totally good. Yeah. Um, so you mowed your lawn. Yeah. Cause obviously it, it's time. I had to cut the lines in the May 1st. Yeah. Every year. It is time. May 1st is the first day I'll, I'll mow my lawn. Um, and it was going pretty bananas in my backyard, but I was waiting. I'm like, nope, gotta wait for May 1st. Um, but also if you wait to mow your lawn, you don't have to water it as much early in the year. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, you allow the roots to build up a little bit better. There's science behind this. Yeah. You so. mean my laziness actually has yeah. science behind it? Yeah. It makes your roots stronger. Oh, sweet. So like as the summer heat hits and you mow it, you mow it just a little bit longer in the summer, obviously. So it doesn't use as much water. Mm-hmm. It'll stay greener longer. So Does all my neighbors, all my neighbors always ask me like, how's your lawn always so green? I'm like, science. I don't mow it as much and I don't mow it very short. Does that apply to hair also? I don't know. Don't um, mow your I, hair. Dude, I get haircuts all the time. And then look at this, dude. I got luscious locks. I did this thing. Thick, man. Dude, I, I did this thing. <laughs> and I was like, um, it's like I hopped a out of the cap. Dude, I hopped out of the shower, right? Notice my hair's a little different today, right? It's more more flat, more blackiness. Um, I use coconut oil when I use for gel. Yeah. That's what I like. Um, because it you can do so much with it if you want. You can do it like this if you add water to it after you put it in. If you dry it and just run it through, it'll look like a mat. It's it's actually really cool. It's great. But idea. I did this because I was like, I'm gonna do that Instagram hair. You know, so I kind of pulled it over and made it really tight and cleaned it up in the doing sides. Some, doing some headshots. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. And I'm like, oh, Instagram hair. I just felt like doing it. It's all right. It's all good. Yeah. I don't but know yeah, I, uh, beard right now, though. I uh, mowed the lawn front and backyard and weed eat. And then had a uh, had a visitor. It was pretty cool, actually. I've been wanting a dog so bad. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw my post this I, week. Yeah, I saw your post. Kind of a sad story, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, relationship stuff. and That uh, sucks. Yeah. That's kind of that's a how crappy that's sucks. how crappy yeah, that was. Yeah. Not okay. Um, so it was like I'm just hanging out mowing the lawn. I just finished, got the weedy or the leaf blower like out, and I was blowing off my driveway. And up the street comes walking this dog, and he just like plops down and lays in my yard while just I'm a, while I'm blowing and everything, just hanging up. This giant, cute like pit bull, but he he's probably about 100 pounds, solid muscle, mm-hmm. huge dog. Did um, you pet him? Oh yeah, he was super nice. Like goofy, <laughs> he had the zoomies and was like running around my yard with me and stuff. And that's awesome. Yeah, so he was like thirsty and gave him water, and like went out walking up and down my street trying to find where he came from. Um, oh, so hung out with me for a solid hour. Finally, I'm like about ready to call animal control. But, like I got to see if this guy's tag. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's got a tag on because like, he didn't have a collar. So I was like, hopefully he's got a microchip. Um, and just as I'm about to call up, rolls this this car and she's like that's my dog and i'm like yeah you are kids mom on my son's soccer team it was so super random like that's small weird. world uh, yeah they live yeah. like four blocks away and i was like yeah he took himself for a walk and ended up in my yard and we've been hanging out <laughs> like <laughs> that's totally cool i mean that's way cool yeah so i was like man i was like kind of bummed though. i'm like man i wish he was like a stray and he was like cool because <laughs> i quite i totally would have kept him but dude i feel like there's yeah. a lot of people out there that look at dogs and they're like just cross their fingers yeah, please don't have an owner. I know he was super cute. He was so nice. No collar. No collar. He had, oh, weird. What had happened was like he's an inside dog, mm-hmm. and uh, keep talking. I just want to say, okay. yeah, no, he's an inside dog, and oh, um, he likes turtles. <laughs> hey, Jason, I like turtles. Um, and uh, so he was like trying to get into my house too. It was super funny. And I, I had just finished mowing and I'd walked around. I smelled like crap and everything. Like smelled like, you know, cut grass. And so he gasoline. loved you. Oh yeah. And I went inside the house and he followed me in there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a shower. Like, I don't care. Like there's a dog in here now. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's weird or not, no, that, but that's like, I was like, I gotta get cleaned up. It's a dog. And, uh, yeah, it's a dog. It's not like he's going to tell anybody like, Hey, I saw that dude naked. Um, <laughs> Oh, he will. <laughs> He'll tell. <laughs> um, yeah. So shout out to Keith. Who's watching also. Oh yeah. We got Jay, Jason, Keith. Hey, we got yeah. viewers. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and so I did a good deed today and uh, made a new friend. Nice. But, uh, he made his way home luckily and I didn't have to go buy dog food. That dog 
I guarantee, no, I bet you, I guarantee you that dog would eat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I bet you it's tons of, tons of food. Yeah. He was a solid muscle. So but he was super friendly. That was cool. That was like my little adventure. I got my dog fixed today. Of like, oh, so that's what I've had. Cool. Like, I was like walking him around. <laughs> I uh, I set up a uh, patio heater today. You know, it's funny because I I ordered one right. Um, I wanted one for my back patio you, area. Why didn't you put one up like October? Yeah, I don't think like that because you're not really going to use it now. <laughs> so you know, I, my it was back, like 58 last night. Yeah, but my back patio was sealed in. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I had it. I unsealed it. Yeah. So now if the wind blows, it gets cold. Like it'll, it'll get really chilly. Um, last night was perfect though. It was nice. But so I ordered the patio heater and it showed up today and I was like, all right, sweet. We're putting it together. Sure. Um, and that's what kind of what I did all morning and tried to figure out how to make the patio look good again. Cause it, I don't know. It's, it's working, but it's not. Um, it's mainly for like people on my little couches out there to relax and kind of hang out and enjoy themselves. Um, and not be freezing while they're watching a movie out there or sure. enjoying food. Um, but it's like seven foot something tall. And that's, dude, they're freaking massive. So you don't hit your head, right? And I get it. You're going to burn your deck down above it? No, I just took out the second piece. Okay. So I didn't put it all the way together together. And I just drilled holes for the screws to go in. And so now it's only like four feet tall? No, it's like 5'11, uh, maybe. Okay. I it, It's far enough away from the propane for me to not worry about it. So, uh, I mean, we're going to see how it works. Cool. I'm excited. It works. Yeah. That's sweet. Do you um, want to jump in? Or I think we, we, I mean, could, we, we haven't been talking very long at all. Which we haven't been very, but I think that we got a good topic to go on. So, okay. Uh, and we'll, we'll follow rabbit holes. So, yeah, I mean, if yeah, you guys have any ideas. Knowing us, rabbit trails, that is yeah. like our middle. That's, I think, should be in our show description. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the <laughs> advocacy rabbit hole. And, uh, but yeah, we're, uh, so today we are talking about wives, right? The wifeies, yeah. The wifeies. Well, we're going to talk about, I think well, more. Ladies, yeah. Yeah, the ladies, right? So. There may be people that let's recap last episode and then we'll, yeah. Well, I mean, so or why we're doing this, our audience might not necessarily be straight people. No. Nope. Right. Yeah. And we love everybody. I mean, that's, it is. We yeah. do. No, uh, I mean, we love I everybody. Think yeah. we're, we're safe for, mm-hmm. for everybody. So for any audience, yeah. um, the, it doesn't matter what role you're playing, right? We're speaking to everybody because this is, it, it works for every kind of relationship also, <clears throat> even if you're dating, right? I mean, because dating is a preclusion to, marriage isn't it it's a trial run i think yeah it's without the i don't want to say i don't want to say the contractual part of it Mm -hmm. Um, that's true though which there is that part yes um but also i think dating is more it's a chance like it's like taking quizzes instead of tests i don't know if that makes it's still important it's still important but it's not the actual event right you're not actually taking the test yet and dating is a little easier because you're not under the microscope and dating, I think needs more grace to it. I don't think, I think we get way too serious with dating to where oh. we don't extend grace to the person that we're dating. So we start seeing like little quirks and things mm-hmm. and it's a two part thing. Cause there could be red flags. They need to be addressed, but then you need to extend the opportunity to fix them. And if they don't fix them, that's then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get out. So but, I think that part of the, part of dating is, is kind of a weird thing is that, when you are dating, it is that test drive, right? Yeah. And and you've got to give that. But remember that you're going from solo, right, where you had complete control of your life to involving somebody else. Part of the grace you have to extend to yourself to release control. Absolutely. Think about that. Absolutely. And it's especially if you've been single for a long time, you have yeah. to get used to it's like putting the frog in the boiling water. You don't just throw it in the boiling water right away and 
you know, it's going to hop out. It's <laughs> a really terrible analogy exactly. for dating. Yeah, yeah, you got to put them in the pot in the cold water and then turn the heat on slowly until slowly you boil, kill slowly partner. kill your partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but no, it's, it's it, totally true. though. Yeah, it, I think it, it I, you get the gist of what I'm getting at is like dating is an opportunity to figure out quirks and foibles and things that, you know, and if it's going to work or not. Yeah. And learning how to communicate. Yeah. But you, you have to be open to that. So you have to stop your, your, it's only me. I should be in control of everything. You've got to release that to go, okay, now we're a partnership and now we're working together. I need to accept certain things. He's got to accept certain things. Sure. He, she, whatever. Right. Or I need to change things. And you know, this is what I need to work on too. Um, it's, and, may, and sometimes dating, you find out that you're not ready. And yeah. And that's important. Like that's that's really, that's very important that if you can acknowledge that, because I think some people try to work through it and look at where they're at now, you know, and it, it's not always the best case scenario. I mean, it, it, and not, and you know, for some people, like, I don't know, like I've heard people say like, I'm not long for dating. Like I'm just going to be single, Mm -hmm. which, okay. Yeah. But make sure you're in relationship with people. Like, well, I mean, I think those people always have friends, you know, yeah. and they do. Um, so, I mean, if you want to be single, be single, but there will come a time and everybody has that time where they meet somebody that just clicks, Yep. you know? And so in that you're going to click with somebody or you're going to feel like you clicked with somebody, they don't have to click back. Uh, and that was something Colby <clears throat> mentioned. And that was like, kind of, you're not always going to be at the same time. Well, it's true. Um, we all have seasons, right? Yeah. And we're all going through seasons. Did I played the Medea thing for us, right? A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's brilliant and it's on the, it's on the uh, page. If you guys want to look for it, just find it, but it is brilliant. We're all going through seasons and we're all changing. So as we're maturing and, and kind of growing, somebody else isn't going to be on the same page. Correct. They could be behind you or even ahead of you. And it's hard to meet somebody that's right at that level with you where you're both expecting exactly the same thing at the same time. So oh, if you absolutely. click with somebody yeah. and they don't click with you, it's okay. Don't be upset. Don't whatever. I know it makes it tough because you're obviously wanting to be with that person at that point, but you have to release. I mean, I, I've met girls like that where I've been like, holy smokes, I don't know why I'm so drawn to this person, but it didn't do anything for them. Yeah. And I think we get it. Even when I flex no. my butt cheeks. <laughs> you think that would work? I mean, I tried, I tried everything. Um, no, but I, I I look at that and it, it makes sense though because I think there are it could be the point of time of where you're at with that you know with your growth or your and their growth and yeah. their growth like they might be shut off to certain things and be emotionally unavailable to a certain aspect mm-hmm. to where you see the character you see obviously what they look like is you know that's the, as a guy duh I mean that, yeah. that's no brainer that we're gonna catch on to that. Um, that's well, I mean, not they, everything, right? That's not everything. But I mean, as guys, when we notice things like, you know, the appeal to look at is there. Um, yeah. but all, I mean, I think as you're more mature, you are like, if you're 25 and feel that versus, you know, 35 to 40 and you're looking for different things, mm. um, you may already have kids or you may already have a career and everything built and established. So it's, it's more melding like two existing lives that have been operating independent of each other. And you look at it and it's like, could these fit? Yeah. To where like, and you're, you're younger, you're like, here's, I'm on my way up here. They're on their way up. How do we make these paths merge? And then we build something bigger together. Oh, yeah. And well, part of it too, is that the other person might just go, Hey, I don't feel like you're ready or you're at my level. 
And I mean, we've, we've all kind of gotten yeah, that, right? I've gotten that before. Yeah. So, I mean, it might've been at that time with a person, whoever that, that I was interested in, they probably noticed or sensed that, Hey, he's not ready yet. He's not, he's not there. Uh, and you know, we talked about that in our dating episode. Yeah. And, and we'll talk more when yeah. we, we do part two of dating. And so to kind of go in, like the, all of these are kind of fitting together. Like we went through the divorce part of it. We went through the the dating episode that will bring Colby back again for part two of that one. But, um, you know, last week we talked about husbands and their role and, you know, calling out some of the bad characteristics that we see. It, maybe it's in ourselves, but it's in other guys that we, we maybe are friends with. And oh, dude, well, I mean, we honestly, went brimstone and fire towards the end. We, and I'm glad yeah. we did because there was. We have to be real because yeah. Ryan and I can only pull from our experience. Yeah. And what we've seen. So, I mean, our experience is going to include like movies, television, right? Or friends, even friends that Facebook, we've had conversations with. Everything, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so we're pulling from that. If we call you out, we're not going to call you out directly, of course. It'll never happen. But that's sure. the only way we can, we can speak. I mean, everybody's that way, right? We only speak from experience. And so when we're saying these things, because we've noticed them before. Um, and they're not healthy. So, no. I mean, and, and like we always say, if you're feeling something's directed at you, maybe it is. Well, that's like going. And it's not us calling you out. It's us. It's called conviction just, yeah. too. And, and it really, that, I think that's what we're missing is that people yeah. assume that they're being called out when they're really being convicted by their own spirit. Absolutely. I mean, right? I would use it as church. Like, you know, going back to that example, like some of the best sermons I've ever heard were really hard for me to listen to the first time oh, dude, because tough. I sat there at church and I'm like, I'm almost like angry at me. Mm -hmm. And then instead I'm like, ah, oh, what does he know? You know, and I turn around and leave and then I'm like, I listen to it again. I'm like, holy crap. Like I just, yeah, it totally, I, I got convicted. Like and people don't recognize that anymore. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh, I'm upset and I'm frustrated. And I know that offends me. No, that's probably your conviction calling you out. Yeah. That's a little voice inside. That's how it sounds. And I think when we get convicted of some things, you know, our emotional maturity comes into huge play because that's where you either turn and fight through it. Yeah. Or you stop and leave. Oh, exactly. And, like and most some people, people don't want to be convicted. I mean, like, look at going to court and using the term convicted. How many people sitting in that chair want to be in, th in front of that judge and accept their sentence? Nobody does. And it's true. Nobody does. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it's there for either protection or for growth. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a conviction, use it for growth. Turn, take the positive out of it. Conviction is part struggle, too. The reason why you get incarcerated is because... You need to go through that struggle to understand what you had, right? And we, we've talked multiple times about bodybuilding and, and doing stuff like that. Well, you have to struggle to grow. Yeah. Right? Stone sharpens stone. Yeah. Iron that, sharpens that's, iron. That's yeah. how we treat each other. I mean, you have to struggle to grow more, and that's that's part of the job. Yeah, And, you know, so when we call out the guys in, that, in the last episode – um, we're calling out ourselves too. Cause I think we experience that to an extent as well. Oh yeah. I mean, and, literally on the same page, you know, I was yeah. about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it's like, I, cause I listened to the last episode and, you know, listening to it after the fact, I'm like, yeah, that really was like some, some great topical stuff because I look at it and, from the aspect of trying to take the objective lens and remove myself from it, be hearing myself talk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, what if I was actually having like eavesdropping on this conversation happening behind me at a coffee shop? I could walk away from that and be like, huh, there's some stuff I need to work on. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, part of what we talk about, because it is experience, we're talking about stuff we failed at too. Yeah. So we're calling ourselves out, our past selves also, which is real. I mean, that's 100% oh, yeah. real. 
And, you know, to take that, you know, to the sense of where we, where we started with that episode and talking about what the role of, of a husband is, is that we're not talking about being a chauvinistic pig. I don't think we ever mentioned that at one point in that episode is where the husband needs to be a controlling freak, you know? And, you know, if that's what you think the idea of what a husband's role is, like you need to go back and check yourself that. And you know, listen to the episode because we talked about what his role was. Yeah. And I mean, do we have the leadership role in the relationship? Absolutely. In the household. Yes. But also we have to be cognizant that we have to be somebody worth following if we're going to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Otherwise we deserve to be the lead nobody and just be in our own marching band to nowhere. Yep. And you know that, I mean, we've, we've all seen the memes or the pictures because they were pictures back in the day, but they're memes now of what a leader is. Right. And not what he does. So a leader is the guy that's involved in the group doing it, pushing with them. He's not standing back yelling orders. He is actively involved in doing whatever it is. And it's the same for household. Absolutely. And, uh, and also in that role too, is that, you know, with leaders is like the administrative role. Mm -hmm. And what does the administrative role look like? Is it, it, it's enforcing boundaries. It's placing things of importance in their hierarchy within the relationship of like, these are the things that are most important that we should be focusing on. It's not going to be, you know, always going to be trips to Cancun and that's what that holds us together. Like, I mean, I look at that stuff. Is that, is that great to do and take a vacation with your spouse? Absolutely do it. Mm -hmm. But that's not the goal of the relationship. Isn't just like, Oh, we're only together because we take a vacation once a year. And that's, that's the last straw. Yeah. If we didn't have that, we wouldn't have anything. What the crap, man? Like, you know, things are greater than that. And yeah, as a leader, you have to see everybody's role in it and everybody's need or wish too, right? <clears throat> sure. So, I mean, that's a struggling part about it. I mean, you and I pass back and forth memes about how dads are, you know, always kind of the last person, right? They're always struggling. They're always working their butts off. Nobody goes, hey, how are you doing? Oh, man. I mean, like, dads, if you're a dad right now, check yourself, guys. How often does, do your kids go, hey, how are you doing today? Right. Or your, or your wife go, are you okay today? How are you feeling emotionally? And it sounds stupid. I know. Yeah. Because we're dudes. Right. But the reality is, yes. Sometimes we need to know, Hey, are you feeling okay today? Is yeah, everything I, all right? Do you I need a, a hug? Right. Cause your kids are going to dump all of their stuff on them. Right. You know, and we need will. to be aware of the, the people around us that have the, when they present those opportunities for us to give that, mm-hmm. you know? And like, so if, if our wife, when we're, if we're married, like, presents that opportunity, take it. Right. We, we talked about that, like being cognizant of like, it's like watering the plant, right? It's not always going to be the thing that you want to do at the time, but it's going to be the right Mm -hmm. thing to do in order to grow that other person, because that's going to bear fruit for you in your life too, that she's going to be able to reciprocate that. And even if you don't understand it, yeah, which was a great example you gave last time, which is freaking weird. I didn't, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) You reap a harvest down the road though. I yeah. mean, it's like, it, you know, if you look, if you ever had like a strawberry plant, I mean, like the more you water it and give it food early on in the growth process, the better the harvest is going to be, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get more product on the back end, but you don't know how much is going to be produced until you actually see the yield. Yeah. But I mean, it's true. Like we have to be able to acknowledge our spouse and feed into them and not do it because... I want sex later on. Like, but that's good motivation. But that's crappy motivation at the same token too, because I mean, that's just the, 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 you're letting the physical need that should be a byproduct regardless of the well, relationship. And that's true. Yeah. But 
it's not going to hurt the relationship to be like, no, oh. no, no. But like, I'm you not... might actually get more if you're paying more attention. Let's yeah, be real. That, right? that, no, it's very true. I mean, so the byproduct more for a man. Tent, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, you got to, don't make like, I'm not saying like, Hey, only reason. Garden. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like water that garden. <laughs> yeah. Take care of that. Um, it, it's not, no, I understand what you mean, but there. really, yeah, 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 exactly. Sir, I mean, a lot of guys are going to have that kind of motivation to go, Hey, you know, I'm not getting enough anyway. Cause the wife isn't getting what she needs to give you what you need. Now, flip side though, is that we're going to talk about the wives and them withholding yeah. that and what it does to that relationship. <sighs> because a man, a man who doesn't get his needs met, you're, we're, it's brutal. Should I, should I we're physical creatures and we yep. are right. We, yes, sex is a big deal to us. Right. Um, but women, if you're withholding that from us, if that is somehow the way that many, and it, I don't know why it is, but many men, that's their way to show love also. Yeah. And I think it's not the only way, but it, it really is one of the ways. And so when well, for you withhold sure. that you're, you're actually harming your relationship more than you are. If you're just, if you're not, you know, there for them, you know, it, it's, you know, the term of like, Oh, it's gotta be earned. You know, I hear that. And it's like, no, no, it shouldn't be earned. It should be part of the relationship. That's a byproduct mm-hmm. of the healthy relationship. Cause when you make it earned, then it becomes transactional and your husband's nothing but a whore. Well, and that makes you the same way. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you mowed the lawn. Good. Here you go. You took the groceries out. Okay. Well, yeah, well, we'll I guess, I guess yeah. we can have a little, it's later. your birthday, yeah. you know, and then you know, oh, we man. paid taxes and we got a nice return this year. Yeah. Here, yeah. So now, now it totally is transactional. It's, it's now it's having sex and, and, and getting love is much like grace in the church. Right. Yeah. And obviously we're, we're not a religious podcast, although we, our faith is everything. Right? Absolutely. And so Ryan, obviously you, you talk more to that and I love your role in that. And I talk less to it because we speak to all the crowds, Yeah, but it really is. It's, it's, it's much like earned grace, right? You can't earn grace. That's the thing. You can't earn a present. It's given freely. It's like, yeah. And you know, we talked about in the forgiveness episode, it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's setting that person free. It's an, it's an open gift without boundaries or restrictions or, you know, it think about it as in the terms of if you've ever asked for forbearance on a loan or you've ever asked for the grace period or anything like that, like mm-hmm. it's an open extension tour. Like for right now it's paid in full. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like if you've ever been great, I remember in high school, like I had crazy medical bills cause I hurt my leg really bad and I love using this example. <laughs> yes, you did really bad. Um, <laughs> but I had cr- a crazy amount of debt and, and medical debt, you know, my family incurred it because of me. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we call a doctor in Seattle who the one that did my knee surgery and they got to the point, like we'd been, you know, my parents have been consistently paying on it and it was just daunting and it was a crappy catastrophic injury. Yeah. And call in one day to make the payment. Doctor took care of it. What? And that's what grace is. That's amazing. I mean, do you know what do you that's feel? Amazing. What do you, what, how would you feel if that happened? Like to where you have like, say you have a car loan that's just absolutely just beating you down month to month to where you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're sweating whether or not you can buy groceries or pay that car bill and lose your vehicle. And somebody said like that car bill's taken care of. Go ahead and take care of your needs this month. Dude, that would be so incredible. That's grace. Yeah. You didn't earn it. No, it was just given because it's kindness. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's it should be love. a byproduct of that individual's character. The character. So if you use grace in the, in the biblical context, that is the essence of God. He's grace, right? Exactly. And so it's that we didn't do anything to earn it. No. The same as in a marriage. If we're going to look at a marriage and healthy, you know, byproducts within the, within the marriage, 
like love or the affection, everything else is tied to that. It, it should be a byproduct of the character of the individuals within the, within the relationship. Absolutely. We're going to take one second. We're going to pause for a commercial break. Yep. And we're back. Uh, hey, that was weird, right? Super awesome. Everybody in live is like, what the hell? Is-? Yeah, we just paused, literally. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we're, we're talking about the role of, of spouses and kind of closing down last week and jumping into this week's topic, which is wives. Wives. And we just talked about one big piece, the sex role. Yeah. Um, that's not all you're good for, by the way. No, absolutely um, not. Man, you, have you seen that, that it's like a string of Twitter posts or whatever about this dude. I forgot his name. I, I read it this morning. And he's, and he's like, man, I got a girlfriend and she does all these things for me. Like, like we've got pillows now. I don't know why we need all these pillows, but it's amazing. And, and she folded my drawers and I can't even look her in the eye because I won't even fold my own drawers. So I'm ashamed a little bit, you know, and he goes his whole setup. Yeah. Oh, it's flipping amazing. And, and he's, and he's like, he's like, yo, yo, she, she, in the morning, she left me this little note that said, Hey, here's your lunch. Here's your keys. Here's everything. Don't forget to take out the trash a little heart. He's like, I don't know how I function without a girl. I don't know what I did with this, right? So women, you do amazing things for us and you really do help us kind of stay in our own lane, you know? You can ground us a lot. You center us is what I mean. Yeah, and it's more than the little like housekeeping stuff too. And that's the part that I feel like gets lost sometimes Mm -hmm. is like we look at, oh, the house looks immaculate when we come home or there's dinner on the table or the kids have been taken care of all day and all of these things. Like, yeah, you can look at that, but also, you know, it depends on your communication life too. Yeah. To where if your communication role, you know, is, is healthy to where like, and I had a deep conversation with my spouse and I found out some stuff that I'd never known before about myself. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, it really is phenomenal. So, but it was just, I'll, I'll try and find that and post it. Cause it, it's just, it's amazing to see what happens when, when we start learning different, different things. I mean, about people, right? Yeah. Um, so let's, let's dig in to what we were talking about before. We started recording, right? We, we're not women. No. <laughs> Obviously, we're not women. Um, but I identify as male. Yeah, I do too. A lot. But <laughs> Go in, this, in this episode, we, we can't talk about what women think they should be as a wife, right? Sure. So all we can talk about is what we kind of expected or and wanted, more, right? Personally, I think that where, where was our, where are our expectations? You know, what do we see the role as? Yeah. I, I can't speak for other guys too, but I can speak for myself and my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, yeah. you want me to go first? I'll go, go first. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys don't know me a lot, I mean, a lot of my friends do, but if you guys don't know me directly, I like things nice and tidy, right? And I'm not talking like clean freak, um, but I do like things nice and tidy and straightened out, right? So going into a relationship, I kind of expect the same thing. You know, I expect of me what I expect of somebody else, vice versa. Sure. Somebody else would expect, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. So when I, of marriage, I expect you to want to keep our home clean like I do. And we're not talking like spick and span, just straightened out. You know, I, I, order. I have kids. Order. Yeah. If yeah. you have kids, it's, it's not like, food and diapers all over the floor. It's not, you know, your kitchen's disgusting and destroyed all the time. It's, Hey, I've got a dishwasher. Let's hide our stuff. If there's stuff in the sink, let's wash it. You know, let's just keep things tidy. Um, toys can be out, but not freaking everywhere. You know what I mean? Not like, not like a closet. They don't stay out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. I mean, I was a single dad forever, right? I am mean, yeah, a single dad. So it's, like it's when, they, when they're young, young in your age, there's, there's stuff everywhere and <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's impossible to keep but track of But you can of, still yeah. keep things tidy, like counters wiped off. For sure. Not like food in the carpet where you have to cut it out of the carpet. That literally had happened in my lifetime with a relationship. And I'm not okay with that. If I walk in my house and it smells, if it smells gross and I want to go back outside, I'm not okay with that either. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, you have teenage boys. So, I mean, that's kind of a, but I mean, when you walk yeah. down here, you notice it's going to smell, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It doesn't smell bad down here, which is a thing. I always try and keep it nice. Um, but when you go in and out, there shouldn't be a massive variance unless it's a good smell. Sure. Right? Yeah, no, I got you. You know, I, my bed doesn't have to be clean. Does you expect your bed to be like made every day? No, I think. And it's kind of funny is like, it depends. I think a lot on how you were raised. Like I agree. Yeah. Cause I don't make my bed every day and it. So here's shame okay, on me for not, on. I mean, I admit it, but like, I don't do it all the time. Here's and, the funny part, right? Here's the benefit. If you don't make your bed every day, it's actually better for you to pull your blankets all the way off because bed bugs will not live in a cold environment. You know that? I don't have bed bugs. So I'm just saying, every, well, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, but it, no, there's so people out there, there's a benefit for that. Sure. So if you're, if you're going to not make it cool, undo it. Right. That actually is a good thing for you, which is kind of weird to say, but it's true. I want to, you know, it's like, I don't want to have, I mean, sometimes it's like you have priorities on, mm-hmm. on what you want to do at the end of the night. I always try to have the dishes done. Yeah. And if there's laundry, it's in the dryer at least. Yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> it's not always going to get folded and put away. Dude, when I pull mine out of the dryer, I pull mine out of the dryer and I literally, if it's jeans, I fold it. If it's socks, I put them together and I toss them in the basket. And I've got another separate basket with a flat back where I lay my shirts over because I hang them all. Okay. And I mean, that way, it literally, it's pretty much done by the time I walk into the bedroom. Sure. Now, that might stay in the basket for a while at that point. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that because it's also like, because I have to make dinner, I have to do all these things for the role of being dad, right? And, yeah. and provider because my, my son's five. There's a lot of things. He's not going to cook. He's not going to be cooking me meals anytime yeah. soon. Um, you know, and if he did, it's going to be peanut butter smeared on the countertop. That's so good. Just a spoon. Just one out. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, and it's like, I, I'm not going to expect him. Like he, I have him now help me put clothes in the washing machine, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to have him pouring the flipping soap and everything. Like that's, that's so going to end poorly. When you pour the soap, is it liquid? Yeah. And you toss the cup into the washer with it, right? You're supposed to. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. let him do it. Okay. Yeah, fill it for him. Well, I'll have the little, the little thing on the top. and you, Yeah, and fill it. Yeah, let him fill it and be like, okay, now you just pour it in and, and toss the cup in. That way he knows that it rinses the cup off and you get everything out of the cup so you don't have that nasty drip happening. That's why the cup's there to go in the washer with it. Okay. It floats to the top. I have a front load. It floats to the front load. It stays in the center of the drip. Life hack. I, I actually, I, <laughs> dude, I take my stuff. I get the little I pods. And I just toss it in. I know. I need. Mean, I, might, I, might switch to, I might switch to pods. pods I, I'm so lazy with that. But uh, anyway, sorry. Oh, we're yeah, sorry, yeah, people. You're good. <laughs> but okay. So, but so we know domesticated duties, right? Domestic stuff. Yeah. Um. I I just expect the same kind of level of cleanliness as as I would from somebody as myself from somebody else. You're the same, right? Yeah. And I recently found out, like, did the personality type again? Mm-hmm. Like the INFJ thing. Yeah. The yeah. 152 question. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was, it was cool to like kind of, cause I did it a long time ago and to see how it changed. Oh yeah. You're right. With growth, it's totally gonna change. That's really yeah. cool. And it was weird is because I, I am like on the administrative side, like I'm like 13% of the, of the population. Most males are mm-hmm. right. 
because I do like facts matter. I don't get swayed by emotion as much. But it was yeah. really weird. It was like I wasn't off the scale on one end. I was huh. still pretty close to the middle line. So I can carry over to bo- and hear both sides of the argument, which was like, oh, I can show empathy. That's great to know. Like, I mean, that's a good thing, a good characteristic to have. Um, but that's really cool. In knowing that, though, it like helped me realize like, okay, so what am I looking for? You know, in the marriage, like or in the relationship, if I'm going to be in one again, like knowing me, you know, am I going to be able to pick up those other personality types and the person I'm with? Cause I'm not expecting I'm going to end up with somebody just like me. I think that's going to be a struggle. And I think if I was, we would fight all the freaking time cause it'd be a power struggle. Oh yeah, totally. You really, it's, it's weird how opposites attract and keep people together because the traits are really what we're looking at. Not like your likes and everything, you know, it's nice to have somebody that's on the same page with your likes, but it's a personality piece that really matters the most there. So yeah. well, let's bring it back though. Domestic stuff, you kind of want the same page. Sure. Um, you don't want disgusting with clean because then the clean guy is like, oh, no, it doesn't work, right? But let's talk emotionally. Yeah. Because we always, I mean, that's where, it com- that's where it comes back to, right? Emotionally, you expect somebody, or at least I wanted somebody that would respect me. Is that weird to, like, you, you automatically assume that's going to happen, and it's not. You, want, you mean you want your feelings acknowledged and you want yeah. like, to be treated Nicely, with value. With value. You yeah, want right? somebody to like acknowledge your existence and actually care about you? Isn't that crazy? Oh, heaven it, forbid. I feel like women want that also, right? But then it doesn't happen. It, it's like, I think part of that is that we, pe- more people need to listen to the forgiveness episode. Like, let's be honest. Don't hold on to things that don't matter enough. Don't let those break your back because they're not worth carrying. So don't pull that in and be like, oh, well, four and a half weeks ago and 12 minutes, I got this text from you. And here it is that I didn't appreciate because it sounded like you upset me. You sounded angry a little bit. So now I'm going to be angry at you. Or how about the, you know, everything's kind of done and wrapping down for the night. And then you sit down on the couch at the same time and you get the. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. And you don't even know what you did yet. It's true. That's all you get. Yeah. And then yeah. you're afraid to say what? Yep. Because you're like, well, and here's the crazy part. Men, we take time to unwind from work. Literally, most men take two hours, which is crazy. So we get home and we just need to unwind before we can actually, our brain can do something else, which is totally stupid how we're built, but we are that way. So women, if you hit us up immediately, we're going to have nothing. Well, I mean, we're like a jet. Winding down. You have to wind down. Yeah, I mean, totally true. You're just wound up all the time and you're going so fast, you can't just turn it off and, you know, take the keys yeah. and go inside. And women, you're great at doing that. You're yeah, great at it. But we're wired differently. Yeah, and we, we just can't. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, when I got married, um, I just, I expected, I don't know, someone, someone that, would, that would be on the same page as me, you know? And not about everything, but, but most things. And that we would have great conversations and she'd want to come home and, and chat with me. And we just have great, you know, fun and talk and laugh. Oh my gosh. Selfishly, laugh. you want somebody that like, you want them to be excited to see you at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And that's it. And that, and that would be like, you know, if I'm home alone, taking care of stuff, I'm, I'm cleaning up. I'm taking care of everything, right? That way, when you get home, you don't have to think about it. You're, you're not even, it's not even a thought in your mind that you're like, oh, I've got to do all this stuff, right? And I would hope you do the same for me. So when I get home, I can relax too. Yeah. And I mean, part of it is like, okay, so if. It's finding the common ground. So like, you know, that your spouse needs the attention, like the wife, you get home. 
It's like, so I need to unwind too. So can I include her in my winding down? Yeah. I think you can. I agree. I mean, like for me, I like to cook. That's so that is kind of for me an ability to escape. So it's like, maybe we could cook together. Uh, that's a hard no. But then you get mad at the person taking up your counter space and what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. I used to do it professionally. So quit second guessing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, it doesn't need more salt. Yeah. I'm sorry. I get it. But I am because I'm like, "Uh oh, no, don't get it. No, hold it. Like, no. I'm like, so I I just have to leave the room. I can't. But cooking in the kitchen is a great microcosm of a relationship. But come and talk to me and hang out while I do what I do. Here, have a drink. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's actually really, really easy to say what we want in a woman. Let's talk about like we do with the men. Women, if you're a mother, are you ready for this, Ryan? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay, I'll just drop it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, women. You're going to fly in dropping the nuclear bomb? Yeah, I, I might as well, right? Let's do it. If you're a single mom, be a single mom. Let's start with that one. Because if you're out there getting Gucci, getting drinking, hardening it up all the time, doing all that craziness, uh, you need to dial it back like a lot because that's not life anymore. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, it's kind of like the, the meme I posted the other day of like Cardi B makes music for moms that have their kids. Or makes music for moms that have kids, but grandma has custody of them. Pretty much, yeah. So like go live that Gucci lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Go, go raise a glass every night. Go hang out with your girlfriends and everything else. You know, single parent. You There's going to be fruit from that action. And there will be, yeah. But, but you've got to change everything. And I'm not saying don't stop enjoying your life, right? You just change what your priorities are. So sure. if every once in a while I go out, right? I mean, maybe, maybe there's a night for a baby. You need your, you need to and you your do. chance to, to escape and have your time. But I I'm mean, so tired does. of watching these women on Facebook and on everything else try and act like they're these single, frisky, flying free people. And, and they expect to have the fruit of their children be grown up and be amazing. No, you're going to raise your, who's you're raising your kids. Cause that's what I look at is your, oh, so now your babysitter is going to be raising your kid. Or are you just going to go pop them off at mom and dad's house so you can go do your thing? Mm-hmm. That's not fair to your mom and dad. They didn't sign up for that. Or, they signed up to, they parented you already. They don't need to parent your kids too. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, on that aspect also, you've got the same side point. More men are stepping up, engaging like we did to be the active father in the active role I'm while you go out and wild and out. I love it. I love it. I mean, for the dads, for the dad, that, I, yeah. <clears throat> but it's also frustrating from the dad's aspect because, you know, speaking for the single dad that may see that other party doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, I'm like, well, why can't you be consistent? And, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't go, you know, even the weekends I don't have my kid, I'm still not going to the bar. You know, it's like, I'll, I'll hang out at home. I'll, you know, and it's, I'll go for walks. I'll go exercise. I, make, I have other healthy outlets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll hang out. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll do stuff like this, but you know, it's not going to be, I'm not going to go wild now and like go be an F boy somewhere, yeah. you know, hitting up every freaking chick that walks by. It's just, dude, it's, it's, I don't know what this new, I, mean, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know what's going on in society right now where it seems like kids are second to everything. The one I hate. And, and where women have stopped acting as their role. Like, I mean, pick up that role again and, and be amazing. You know I mean? Like I, what happened to women? Oh gosh. I Not all like women. I will preface that. Like, and we have to preface it always. Yeah. I feel like, cause 
not all women are this way, but like the one that really bugs me, there's one in particular, like in this kind of subset that you're talking about saying, have an older kid, have older kids and younger kids, right? You have like Mm -hmm. this spread, maybe you have more than one child. And that older kid is now raising your little sibling. So you can have your freaking free time and you can go to the bar. You can go get drunk with the girls or you can go on dates and serial date other dudes and, and have your fun and have your freedom. Like, Give me a freaking break. No, be, be, it's serious. Sorry, this frustrates the hell out of me. I like, I lack the words sometimes. Do it. Um, no, I just, I just, it's really frustrating to see these, these people shirking their responsibilities that don't want to be active parents. And then, and what's, what's even better is when you see a million and one pictures of them out and going crazy and, and doing whatever and drinking and having fun. And then they post a couple photos and like how much they love their kids and how great they are and how my kid's my best friend and all of that. And you're like, you're like, no, man, we see the truth. Yeah. Let, let's, why don't you be real with yourself? I love these nuggets. You know, it's like they come home and it's like everything in their relationship with their kids is so grand. Mm-hmm. You know, and the one thing is like, and I'll take it on the, the subset of this. The one that drives me crazy is like as a single guy that looks at like, I'm okay dating a single mom. Like I'll date a single mom. I'm okay with somebody. I love kids, right? Like I'm, a, I'm open to that fact. I yeah. don't have to go find somebody that's never been with anybody before. If that's the case and what I find, great. But so I'm looking, I'm just going observational when I date, looking at women, right? And you see surface first, right? Visual impressions and, and how you interpret things, especially via social media, is a great yeah. indicator of a lot of things going on behind the scenes. When you dress like a freaking slut and you... The girls are hanging out. Like there's one thing between looking good and feeling good and like dressing up and like, but it's like every other freaking picture you post is your boobs hanging out of your chest. And like, Hey, I got this new skirt to make myself look good and feel good. Look good, feel good. You got to take care of yourself, blah, blah, blah. One thing to be proud. Right. But I was, I I don't know. I'm old school. Like some dudes will freaking just absolutely feast. And I'm not talking the good guys that want anything to actually do with you. But the ones that like have really crappy intentions and want nothing to have empty relationships are going to absolutely lick their chops when you present yourself in that way. I'm going to jump all over that. And then you're going to have a bad relationship and your kid's going to see that bad relationship and it's just going to Now keep guys are evil all of a sudden. Expounding. There's no guys that good guys exist anymore. Well, if you stop showing off your freaking bits, you know, the right guy's going to come along and see you for what you actually are. And that's, if your heart's beautiful, and you're going to be beautiful. Yeah. And it's absolutely true. They're going to, they're going to show that value. Um, if you want a good guy, you got to be worth having a good guy for. Did we just go on a tangent? I don't know. But don't like, know if, I'm, is this still part of it? It's We're frustrating. Just, it's like frustration like, just exploded I, I right hear now. like, I hear all these women saying there's no good guys left. Well, be a good woman. hundred percent. Think about it. I mean, so the good guys aren't going after the people that are out barring it up all the time. And posting all their insecurities online. No, and, the guys that wear and, white Oakleys driving a lifted freaking Dodge pickup with a five inch exhaust tip because he's overcompensating for somebody that has probably one or two DUIs in his past, that has a job that he maybe only works seasonally, which means he's in a trade, but not really in a trade. I'm, I'm, I'm stereotyping hardcore, that's but okay. those are the guys that are picking up on you if you're going to put that stuff out there. And then ladies, the same goes for you. Walking around with your freaking, um, what, what's the ankle thing for the police? Oh, your, your, your well, band. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got a DUI. I mean, let's be real. It, it's, it feels like as a, as, a, yeah. as a good parent, as a good father, 
I, it's like, I want to sit down and go, show me your FICA score, pee in this cup, <laughs> and then let me see your driving history. Legitimately, that's how I feel I, a lot as an insurance agent. So insurance agent, I secretly will want to quote people that I'm possibly dating just so I could see if they like, yeah. Like, Do you have nine to you? Like if they're, if their rates are through the freaking roof with, and they have a clean driving, driving record, their credit sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible. To say, it, it really, it's awful to say this, but it comes with, with maturity and responsibility. Yeah. I mean, and like, I know that always, it's not always the best case because sometimes you get out of a relationship and a marriage and your ex was incredibly reckless with things yeah. and you were tied in that loan and something defaulted and it can affect you. I understand that there are those parts like mm-hmm. that exists, but if it's like you've been single for a while and things aren't taken care of, that means that you don't have your priorities in order. Yeah. And if you got that inklet on and a DUI and you're, you're still talking on Facebook about how much you want to go drinking, let's be real. There's an issue there. Um, if you're out working out and pissed off and upset, you're not getting results. But every other weekend I see you out drinking. Let's be honest hang, with yourself on, right now. Hang those girls out but there. It's, but it's getting, true. You want, you want change. You better make that life change. Let's be real. You know, and there's like one thing, like I understand some women like plastic surgery, for example. I do believe that like there is a place for some of it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just personal insecurities with things. Sometimes it's for health benefits. I mean, Botox can be used for migraines too, right? Oh, it does. Yeah, you're right. Um, But when you're getting like crazy amounts of lip filler and you're having to get like, you know, cheek, you know, reductions and, you know, I need my tummy tuck because like just I had kids and I, not, I'm not happy with how I look Dude, the wrong guy is going to give a crap about that. Yeah. The right guy would give two craps, man. He wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. And, but if it was important to you, he would care then. <clears throat> yes. Just wait. For, I mean, and, and make that a, a thing, you know, yeah. Hey, we get it. Women, your bodies can get damaged from birth. We totally understand that. Um, hit me up if you want advice on how to fix some of that well, stuff. Cause I'll give you advice. And here's my thought on stretch marks. I don't care because you know what stretch marks, stretch marks mean? You were selfless with yourself and you gave life to something else. Mm-hmm. Stretch marks are going to happen. That's normal. It's normal. Any woman that's carried a child is going to have them. Typically. Typically. I mean, there are some genetic yeah. people out there that have longer torsos, torsos sure. don't yet. Sure. But for the most part, I mean, that, that, all that shows is that you, you carried life. Be proud. You're a tiger mom now. Yeah. You're not a cougar. You're a freaking tiger. Show those stripes. Enjoy it. If you don't well, like it, here's the thing. They actually can tattoo regular skin color matching tattoo over those. You know, and it's like, that's a weird thing. You can actually do that. And I, you know, I look at it too, is like, you know, I look at the scars on my leg and there was a Bible verse that like kind of changed how I looked at it because I, when I was younger, took value and like, I'm always been a pretty well-rounded person, mm-hmm. but I started getting to this point where like, I was starting to put my value based on how I could perform athletically or whatever. I understand that. And that was me in martial arts. And I, so I blew up my knee really bad. I mean, like ruined any hope of any post high school athletic, anything. And came across the Bible verse and it kind of changed the way I thought. And it was no longer am I going to let the things of this world bother me for I bear on my body the scars that show I belong to Jesus Christ. So like my personal faith, like wow. I'm, ver- I'm very open with it. Right. And that's uh-huh. Galatians six seventeen. If you take that into, in the thought, like remove the religious like piece of that 
and just taking it from like a personal aspect. Yep. I'm not going to let the scars on my body that like maybe I got from bearing kids. Maybe I'm not the scars on my heart that I got from a crappy relationship. Maybe I'm not going to let the scars in my mind that I got from being told that I was stupid for 20 years. Those things don't matter anymore because I am a different person. I am a new person. They will no longer hinder me. Yeah. If you can carry that mindset, like you will work through monstrous, you know, you'll overcome mountains and you'll love yourself. Yeah. You'll, you'll love those little marks and you'll say, wow, you know, this is, this is the fruit of my Dude, labor. Nothing sexier than a mom that's like, has a stretch mark. And she's like, yeah, that means like I carried four, ba- four babies with this body. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to work on it, I mean, work on it. Yeah. Act, but, but be real about what your goals are and what you have to do to get there. And if you're not doing what you have to do because you're like, oh, I really want to enjoy this alcohol. I want to go out and go, go crazy, whatever. Understand that you're not going to get there because of what you're doing. And that's okay. Like me, I, I know everything under the sun you could know about personal training and bodybuilding and all that stuff, right? Am I looking ripped and cut and 5% body? No, I'm not. Why? Because I love eating freaking pizza. I love, I love food. <laughs> and I do that and I go, you know what? I realize that today... I'm eating this food and I'm probably going to gain some carbohydrate related water weight and I'm going to look a little fluffy. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I work out five days a week so I can eat tacos and drink beer once in a while. <laughs> but it's, it's just, it really yeah. is kind of part of the game. You sure. know, I mean like, yeah, I'm not in the best shape. I could be looking amazing. I want to enjoy my food and I have to be responsible. Go, this is going to affect me this way. And I get it. I, I'll take responsibility for that. You know, and then moving, you know, so like let's remove the drinking part of it. Right. And looking at the party aspect. You know, I'll take on my, my seething burning part that bugs me is the emotional inavailability. Yeah. Like if you're going to put yourself out there as a, as a woman that wants to be in a relationship, you've got to be freaking emotionally available. There's one thing saying it. There's one thing being it right. Mm -hmm. Talk's cheap. Yeah. Talk is cheap. You can tell me whatever you want in the dating process, but until you can prove that like you are able to be selfless in a relationship, I want nothing. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Which is true. I mean, it's very true. And women, you're thinking the same thing when you see men. Yeah. Think about that. It's crazy how everything applies the other way also. What you want is what you need to be because we attract exactly that same way. Yeah. I mean, we attract our mindset and what we are. And so the other day though, we were talking about biblical stuff, right? Yeah. And women submitting to men, right? Sure. Can you, do you want to find that verse there? Yeah, we got it. The one okay. that we originally read or this next? This no, the one, one that we originally read. We're going to save that one for, for, the, for the next one, right? But Ryan and I were talking about this because we know a lot of Christian women out there that, that submit to their husbands. And we know a lot of people out there that quite literally don't have any clue what that whole verse is about. So we were kind of going through it and talking about it. Did you find it, buddy? Yeah, hold on. I'm saving this so I can come back to it. Okay, cool. I'm working it. Um, but we were talking about that and, and what it really means. Um, because we, we kind of, you know, obviously we went through and we were talking about the husbands and the wives and we'll talk about the children, but women submission isn't like BDSM. It, it's not this whole, the man's dominant and you're submissive thing. That's not how it works. That's not even what it means. Although people miss, they misconstrue it because they don't really know exactly what submit is. Yeah, and it's, and you have the verse. I'm trying to find it real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's totally funny though. Cause I'm like in this other window. I keep trying yeah. to move it out of the way, but it really was right. Did you want to say something about that? It's 
I'm looking. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to find it. So I'm kind of like in my, in your own space. That's all right. It's yeah. So we we were talking about it because women, I mean, a lot of women talk about dominant men and, Oh, I want to be submissive to my, to my dominant husband. I want him to make all the decisions. And that's not what that means. No, it means that you should submit to your husband as long as he's worth following. Right. And, but read that, read that first. So we can break down exactly what submit means because people don't know what this is. So wives, this means submit to your husbands, um, as you would submit to the Lord for husband is the head of his wife. As Christ is the head of the church, he is the savior of his body in the church. So as the church submits to Christ, you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. Um, and now we the, read the husband part, you know, and that was the other key piece yeah. of that. But yeah. But here's the important part, Ryan, when you, when you looked at, it was a, the Greek, right? Mm-hmm. What did the Greek say about submit? What was the word instead? <sighs> is it up there? Is it on our notes? Is it right there? On the, right above the Devotion. Mic. It means devote. Yeah. You People. are... You are in, and so like, what does it mean to devote yourself to something? So let, like, let, you are let's fully pause. 100% committed. Yeah. But pause. So it's not wives submit to your husband. It's wives devote to your husband. Yeah. As the church devotes to Christ, right? That's the breakdown. I mean, yeah. it's really basic. So stop saying submit, stop, stop understanding it as submission and a dominant and submissive pos- or positions. It means devote, devote yourself to the husbands. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, no. So like when you devote yourself to something or like you're devoting yourself in the, in the context of relationship, like, you know, think about it as how how would you, if you have like a skill, skill set, like Mm -hmm. say you're really good at playing piano. I love using alliteration. So if you haven't figured that out by listening to our podcast, I love using alliterations and analogies. Um, Think of like, if you're a very well-versed piano player, and you want to be really good at it, you want to be the best. You're going to put a lot of time into it, right? You're yep. going to practice a ton. You're going to learn different scales. You're going to learn all these nuances of the piano. If you want to be a master wife, like you want to be the, the best wife, you're going to learn the ins and outs of your husband, the nuances. You're going to learn his scales. You're going to learn his different melodies and his ability to how you can get different resonating sounds out of him. Right. Exactly. It's the same thing. Like you, if you're going to be a great spouse and husbands, this is the same thing. Cause we're told that we're, you know, and we talked about it last week too. Um, so go back and listen to that podcast about the husband's role. So we're talking about wives now. I got to stay on this tangent, but so wife, if you're going to, if you, if I'm worth following and being married to, and you want to submit to me, I'm not looking for you to roll over and tuck tail and be meek and never challenge me or never, you know, speak up about something that you think is wrong. Yep. What I want is I want you to know me, know how I act, know how I think, know how I receive affection, know how I, you know, think or where, you know, if I'm, if I'm wanting to hang out with you, that it means that like, that's my love language coming out in that, in that role. If I'm wanting to just sit on the couch and cuddle near you. and cuddle and not talk, it doesn't mean that I'm ignoring you. Like, that's just me. I need that closeness. I need the quiet and the stillness. Yeah. So like we could take this, all these different directions of like, I'm never going to submit to a man. I'm a strong woman that doesn't need you bull crap. You're missing the freaking point. You are missing the freaking point and submit again. Stop, stop thinking, submit, think devote. I was gosh, man. um, My entire life when I was a young kid was martial arts. Like it was, it was everything I ever wanted and to me, it was mastery of the arts that I, that I had known and taken, right? Or understanding of new arts and mastering those, right? In order to become the level I became, 
I had to devote myself to the nuances. I mean, literally as, as a guy, I was, I was like, I read Bruce Lee's book, right? And Bruce Lee would do 50 punches per arm, right? Per day. Same with kicks. Basics. I did 100 because I was like, if Bruce did 50, I want to do 100. I want to make sure I'm perfect, right? So I literally devoted myself to that every single day. Imagine how incredible a relationship would be if someone could take their devotion to anything and put it into that relationship or into that other person. You know, like look at the role of, of parent, right? And I know it's different than being in a relationship with a partner. Yeah. But it takes us the equal amount of selflessness. Yeah, 100%. So if we're going to be devoted as a parent, we have to be devoted by investing in our kid, right? Like by doing the things that are selfless. There's going to be a lot of things of wiping butts, of you know, cleaning dirty toilets if you have boys especially. Oh yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that you're going to have to do that you don't want to do, but you're devoted to your kid and that's what needs to be done. Why can't we take that same freaking mindset to our spouse? Absolutely. Like in a partnership, if, if I know that like my spouse comes with some inherent things that make me uncomfortable, like maybe actually having a freaking conversation. Yeah. Be real with it. Keep going, buddy. I have to kill the live because yeah. I want to set up our, uh, our ending. Okay. Which is brilliant. Yes. So, uh, thanks for, if you've been watching this live, it'll be on our Facebook page. Um, we'll go ahead and select it and save it so it can be replayed later. Let's so get a nice look of Tristan's forehead. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, dude. Um, Make sure and make sure and save it so you can make it available. Um, post now. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Yep. That's it. Um, I'm not so good at the Facebook machine. So I, I like the mouth words though. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, you know, it, as a husband, like, am I looking for a submissive wife in the, in the context of Webster's dictionary? Not necessarily, no. I'm looking for somebody that wants to get to know me. Like, if we're going to be, do and I'm going to take the biblical aspect again. If I'm going to be devoted to knowing God and knowing the word, is just reading the Bible once a week going to get me there? No, because that's, you're not devoting. It's a daily event. Yeah. It's a daily conversation. I'm going to have to go in and read the Greek to understand the context of the word in order yeah. to know how to make the word come alive. It's the same flipping thing with a partner. And I know I don't talk about mine enough. Um, well, I mean, not enough because that, that's your role. And we talked about that when we first started the podcast. Yeah. Um, but my faith is, I know the word. Um, I grew up in the word. I mean, lived the word. I mean, that's how it was. I've got interesting parts of my life that I don't talk about to many people because of it, but it's your devotion to it, to, to your faith, to your love. I mean, if you're not reading the Bible every day, if that's what you're pursuing and you're not having conversations with God every day and pursuing that and looking for the gifts of the spirit, that's a big deal. So you're right. Because what if somebody came and asked you, you know, like, you know, you got the question of, well, you're, you're a, a church goer and you're, so you're a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. So what are the, what are the actions that you do that prove that you're a Christian? Like if you know Jesus so well, how often do you read the Bible and talk to him? Well, I mean, we got to break it down also because most people don't realize Christian isn't just a title. If you break down, it literally means Christ like, like. I-A-N means like people. Yeah. You don't know that. So replace Christian with married. 
Yeah, yeah. If you're married, are you acting how married? Are, how, are you act, how are you actually married? How well do you know your spouse? Mm-hmm. How well do you communicate? And how often do you communicate with your spouse? You know, what's fun about being, um, having faith and being married is that if you're a Christian, you're acting in love. And that's how you should be acting. That's, yeah. that's how you know a Christian is when they act in love. And it, it's, it's not going to happen with all things, of course, right? Because we all have our own little nuances and we all have our own opinions. Yeah. But you're going to have, people aren't perfect. That's a reality. But they're going to act in love and with love, right? They're going to care enough. Marriage is acting in love and with love. Yeah. It's the same thing, mm-hmm. quite literally. You know, so to, to just last little beating on the drum of the wife, right? You know, where she's told to submit, like we submit to the, to Christ. Yeah. Right? There's a, what is the submission? Devotion, right? Devoting ourselves. There is a list of expectations. Mm-hmm. You know what that's called? Go ahead. Vows. That's, isn't that weird people? I knew Ryan was going there, but I, I wanted to say it because, Hey, you wrote your vows. Most people write their own vows. Some people don't, but you're still giving a vow. Yeah. That's what you so are, say you're going so to do. So women, are you submitting to your vows? Yeah. Are you devoting to those vows? So, uh, and so in the dating process, obviously you may not be married, mm-hmm. but you have the ability to like learn those and pick up on those things, right? So to to so experience what that's like. In dating, if you can devote to understanding and not manipulating, but understanding, yeah, communicating, right? communicate, yeah. Um, no, not necessarily your place, but how to be your partner. Cause that is your place is to be a partner sure. and to be, and to devote and do all of that. So, I mean, that's the reality of this whole situation is that we really wanted to talk about that because we wanted to stop people from, from using submit in the wrong way. And remember what it really means. Yeah, and we went fire, brimstone and fire on guys last week. And so we had to have a little bit of that for the ladies. On the women, yeah. Um, That there's some unhealthy behaviors that the wrong guys will notice and acknowledge. The right guys are the ones that are not giving you likes on those posts. Just going to say it right now. And just, I mean, and look at those people. I mean, really, if you want something, you need to act that way. Yeah. Be such a person that it's going to, it's going to bring that person. And it may take some flipping time. It's not going to be immediate. It's okay. We get impatient. It'll take time. Yeah, exactly. So thank you for joining us this week. Um, I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan here. And this was uh, episode 18. Yeah. Uh, the wifey episode or, ooh, it's a lady. It's a lady. It's a lady. So we're going to end with this because we can't help ourselves. This is, we're just freaking ridiculous. And I think that's a problem. So uh, thanks so much, guys. If you want to sponsor us or help us, hit us up. You can always click that little button. Um, I, anytime I post, there's a like, little link. You can yep. hit to donate or whatever. Support. It's all good. If you want to have us boost your business. I mean, yeah. hit us up. Let us know. Us I mean, we love talking about stuff and trying stuff. I mean, yeah. if you have a business in town, hit us up and say, hey guys, try this. Talk about it. We'll give an honest review online because this is entertaining. I love this stuff. We can even do it live. Yeah, we don't mind at all. <laughs> so again, so- thank you so much for joining us yeah. this week. This is the Advocacy uh, Podcast. This is us. What's happening? You got the latest man, Leon Phelps here. And I am looking at a half-empty bottle of Cavatier, which means that we are just about out of time. But before I go, I'd like to leave you with just uh, one more thought. Just one. This is a little something that I wrote. (laughs) And I read, What is love? What is this longing in our hearts for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest (laughs) flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamond? Mm. Does not the wind love the dirt? 
is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unlikened to? <laughs> Are you with exactly. someone tonight? Do not question your love. Don't question it. Take your lover by the hand. Oh, yeah. Release the power within yourself. All the power. You heard me. Release I'm the power. I'm it. Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. Conquer heaven with one intimate caress. That's right. Don't be shy. Whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. <laughs> Hold on a second. Now. Leon Phelps. Leon Phelps. <laughs> And with that, we are out of here. We'll be back next week.